welcome to Squared Circle Rewind, Episode 9, where we review WrestleMania 3. I'm Jesse, joined by Dave and Ben. WrestleMania 3 was brought to us from Detroit in the Pontiac Silverdome, holding 93,000 people. Quite impressive. Uh, Aretha Franklin sang America the Beautiful, and the guest celebrities were Mary Hart and Bob Euchre. Ben, what was the first match? The first match was the Can-Am Connection, which uh, consisted of Rick Martel and Tom Zink. And they were taking on Don Morocco and Bob Orton. And it was good to see that Bob Orton's arm finally healed. I was get, starting to get a little worried uh, about him. But it's healed. It's healed. He's it's good healed. to go now. You know, after three years. After three years, it just takes some time. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get going now. He's going to show us what he's really got. That's right. Uh, but his his uh, punishment for taking that long to heal was to tag with Don Morocco. Unfortunately. Yes. The, he was not a good part of this match. No. I mean, um, he backdropped his own partner, for God's sake. Yes. Yes. The, the two turnbuckle spot where they go to whip the faces into each other and they reverse and then Morocco backdrops his partner. You don't see that spot anymore. The, 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 the tag teams go, well, I mean, you never saw that spot say, ever, but you don't see... There's a reason you don't see that. You don't see that spot anymore where the tag no. teams go in the corner nowadays and they do the, you know, the double spot thing. You don't see no, that. That was no. a classic... I thought you that know was, what was a classic see? spot. You don't see a guy walk up and grab the two guys and make them headbutt each other. The double noggin knocker. The, the, yeah, that's gone. Because now it's replaced by a super kick party. Yeah, Big Show should yes. use that all the time. He should double noggin knock What, a super... Big Show should use a super kick party? Super kick party. What did you think of this match? <laughs> I thought it was a great opener. The fans were already like hyped, they're ready to go, and yeah, uh, Morocco's in the match. <laughs> um, he was there. He's such an oxymoron gimmick. God. Like, such Not- a false advertisement. Magnificent. Um, it was... Yeah, I just thought it was a good opener. Uh, I, Can-Am, I, I, was, I liked them. I, I really like Rick Martell. Yeah. Rick Martell was really good. Uh, Tom Zink, I could take or leave. Like, yeah. You know, Martell did a better job with Santana than he did with Zink. Yes. Strikeforce. Strikeforce. Um, but yeah, Martell Mar- was always very underrated, I found. Yeah, Martell's a very good wrestler. Um, the finish was Rick Martell hit a crossbody on Don Morocco, and he tripped on Tom Zink, who was on his all, his, his all fours to cause him to trip. Which led to the pin. One, two, three. Can-Am wins. The crowd gets pumped up. They're all happy. And, uh, you know, it was was an okay match. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we move on to match number two. Which was Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules. A power for power match. Hercules Hernandez. Hercules. No, no, he was just no, Hercules. Just Hercules at this point. Just Hercules. He it dropped the Hernandez. Sounds much better with Hernandez at the end. Nope, no, it's it doesn't. Done. It's over. <laughs> it's I, over. One thing I had noticed about him in uh, his promo before the match started is he said he was going to take his, like he took his chains and pulled down the Pillars of Rome. I'm like... Pillars of Rome, yeah. Like, um, is that a little uh, Greece and... Um, I think you're getting your mythologies mixed <laughs> yeah, up here, I, Hercules. Yeah, I was confused too. I'm like, I don't think that's right. Is he Caesar? What, her Caesar Hercules? <laughs> what, what's, what is this? <laughs> We're just combining everything. <laughs> He's Hercules! And this match was built towards the full Nelson. Yes, yes it was the full Nelson challenge. Um, I liked how uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura can build a story and help the match. Yes. Without like talking down to you, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're they're talking about how they couldn't sink in the full Nelson because uh, you know because of their traps and whatever, and that their their fingers weren't locked and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I I, I like this match. Um, Hercules is an underrated worker. Yes, I always um, thought so. I, I thought he kind of got a bad rap from yeah. a lot of wrestlers, but everyone, every match I saw him, it's solid work. I mean, yeah. for his size, yeah. Like back He's in the eighties, when you were a big guy like Hercules, you were usually a terrible worker. Yeah, 
So it's good. To, like when I saw him do leapfrogs, I was like, whoa. Yeah. He has a good vertical leap. The only problem, uh, there's two problems with this match. Problem number one, Billy Jack's entrance attire. <laughs> with the colonial hat and the sequined uh, jacket. Uh, didn't do him any justice with the yellow and green, the well, Oregon Ducks colors. I, I, get, I get that. He's trying to represent the, the O and everything like that. There, but, there uh, had to be a better way. There had to be a better uh, way. I wonder if the people in Oregon were watching on the pay-per-view, kind of covering their faces, going, oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't care for the finish of this one, though. Like, I liked the matchup until the finish. Uh, Billy Jack Haynes has the full Nelson on Hercules. He gets out of the. He manages to get through the ropes, and Haynes tumbles out after him. And then Haynes, while he's on the outside, slaps the full Nelson on again. Like, you couldn't book your baby face to be a little bit smarter. I just, you know, because he just slapped on the full Nelson, then the ten count, they're both counted out. Yep. Why wouldn't you book your baby face to be smarter than that? You know, mm. I. That made no sense to me. They should have reversed. Yes. Yeah, with Hercules doing it to Haynes, mm-hmm. not caring because he shouldn't care. They don't care. Like having like Haynes trying to get in and Hercules pulls him out and yeah, puts and, and, and on. Exactly, exactly. Um, Weird booking. And then there was uh, there, they attacked uh, Hercules attacked Haynes after the match with the chain, caused him to split open, which kind of shocked me a little bit because WWE doesn't mm-hmm. do a lot of that. No, no, not this time. No, not at this. I well, not even ever. Like they didn't. But with the chain, with a chain especially yeah, too. Like, that's like that's such a WCW move. <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, whoa, did McMahon allow this? What's going on? And then from there, we go to the third match. Which was King Kong Bundy, mm. Little Tokyo, and Lord Littlebrook versus Hillbilly Jim, the Haiti Kid, and Little Beaver. So Bundy has gone from main eventing the previ- the last WrestleMania to midgets. To midgets, that's right. If, if you guys could not figure out the Little Tokyo, the Littles were midgets. They're midgets. Who doesn't love midgets? Come on. Uh, they are, they are fun to a degree. My hand is up. Who doesn't love midgets? Uh, my they're hand they're is fun up. to a degree. No, no. I was Come not. On. No, no. Just no. <laughs> you know what was what was fun about this match was Euchre's commentary. I yes. thought it was very funny. <laughs> yeah. And that Jesse Ventura wanted Bundy to squash the midgets. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Which, hmm. Preluded to, uh, well, leave, Little Beaver pretty much unfortunately well, dies at the end of the match, it almost seems. What did you think of this match, Dave? I was... I didn't care for it. Yeah, no. I would. Yeah, like, the midgets... When, when, when the midgets opened the match, I was actually excited because I just love watching the midgets hit the ropes. Because mm-hmm. like, it looks like they're going to decapitate themselves on the middle rope. <laughs> so I, I like that part, but then when Hillbilly and Bundy got in the ring, it just got very confusing. Yes. From there, because it's just like everyone was everywhere, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Bundy body slams a midget. The midget attacked him first, which doesn't make sense to me. Why would you attack a guy that's 480 pounds? Yeah, and he attacked Even if you're normal size, why would you attack the guy? So are you saying that he deserved it? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yes, I'm with with Jesse Ventura. I'm with Jesse the body. Yeah. Self-defense. Self-defense. The body slam was. was. No, no. The body slam was self-defense. Okay. The splash afterwards (laughs) maybe a little bit I was going to say, it was a chihuahua He didn't want him getting back up and, you know, trying that stuff again. I mean... Well, there's a difference between getting back up and then not getting back up at all. Yes. Uh, I took it too far. I say he took it too far. What we're referencing to is Bundy gets DQ'd at the end of the match for um, scoop slamming Little Beaver and dropping the elbow on him, which (laughs) looked like he killed him. 
And I mean, even his own team partners are looking at him going, hey, dude, what the hell? Like, yeah. dude, we're midgets. Like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> I didn't care for this no. match. Well, here's a question. Could they have used a better... Did they have to use Bundy in this match? You know, I just... I, I think don't it know. deteriorated him a little bit. I don't know who was there at the time, but... You know, I, I didn't like this match. It kind of... Like you said, it ruined his credibility. Well, I mean, if, unless he got a massive, massive payoff to mm-hmm. do this match, if I was Bundy, I would have been pissed being booked in this. You know who should have been in this match is Adrian Adonis. It, like, at that point in careers, because Bundy had just come, like, it, it not okay. just come, it had been a year. But Adonis was on his way down the card. Bundy was still a monster heel, you would think. So, eh. But we move on. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll move on. What was the next match? Ben? The next was uh, the King Harley race with fabulous Moolah at his side versus the Junkyard Dog. See, on paper, it does sound like it'd be a good match. Yep. I did like the promo at the just before <laughs> where uh, where Bobby Heenan was referring the crowd. Referencing the crown jewels to Mula, hold, hold the jewels. I kind of had a chuckle at that. Yeah, I did Because I thought that was pretty funny. Ribbing us on live pay-per-view. <laughs> it, was, it was handsome Harley Race, okay? Jeez. Handsome. <laughs> Look at those chops. How is he not handsome? Oh, you know, <laughs> I this match was okay for the two guys that were there at the end of their career, at least Harley Races. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. Um... Harley got a WrestleMania moment, and I'm actually quite happy about that. Yeah, they were showing their age. That's kind of my main thing <laughs> was this. They were yeah, showing I think their age. The best match or the best spot of the match was the headbutt to the concrete. Yeah, where Harley went to hit the headbutt, and the camera and missed it. Camera missed it. Yeah, they uh, pulled out. They they pulled the camera back, and then you see he- Race's head pop up, yeah. and he's selling it. And it's like, oh, I guess he hit something. There. Yeah, and the downfall for me was the finish, just for psychological point purposes. It was just where. You know, Junkyard Dog hits his finisher three times, and then Harley no sells, and then Belly Butt Suplex one two three. Yeah, I was just like, what? Like, you can't sell to me the whole match that the JYD headbutts are brutal. Yes, and then which, he hits it, and there's no sell. Which they were selling because every time Harley Race would hit his headbutt on him, he would he would feel it. Yep, because of that. And then when the finish comes, he's like, no, I'm, I'm done feeling this now. And this is this is after he concussed himself on the concrete, basically. Yes. So just, the finish was made no sense yeah. to me. Yeah, it could have been a better finish. And then afterwards, the whole point was for Junkyard Dog now has to bow to Harley Race. Yes. So he curtsies, which is not good enough. So then he bows, and then he attacks Harley Race because that's what baby faces do. You know, we don't baby faces don't uh, don't like to be told what to do, so they attack people. Mm-hmm. That, that's a new thing. You know, I lost Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold before <laughs> twenty years. Uh, what's the next match, Ben? A next match is the fabulous Rougeau brothers versus the oh boy, the dream team. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the Rougeau brothers are the faces, which blew my mind. I don't, I, I didn't remember this match. Really? I always thought the Rougeaus were heels their entire career, mm-hmm. and for and now At they're first, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, in this, and in this match, there were faces. Yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah. Um, that was very short-lived, though, when they did come to the Federation. Uh, Jacques Rougeau, is not, he's not a face. Jacques Rougeau lo- just he looks like a heel. I will say, though, I love the tag team chemistry between the, the Rougeau brothers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love them. Uh, oh, spot on. For, for All the great tag team chemistry between them and the really bad between Valentine and Beefcake. They've been tagging forever. This yep. is like... 
Two Valentine years now? Wor- Valentine worked the match and again. Beefcake, my God, like, oh. They do this weird double team where Beefcake tries to like <laughs> press slam Ramon over his head, but he can barely get him up. Yeah. And then Valentine's like on the top and he doesn't know what to do, so he drops an elbow on him, and then like they kind of like tumble to the ground. What was that? What I, who who's calling? I think this? they wanted to do like a gorilla press gut buster slash elbow. And then Valentine saw Beefcake struggling. Oh, you think that's and what they're going Valentine for? Valentine's okay. just like, I'm just going to go with it now. Because my partner is obviously, once again, useless. Yeah. It was very confusing now. I did like the finish of the Rogo Brothers. Like, that was a pretty interesting finish. The Rogo Brothers? Rogo, 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 Rogo. 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 French. What was the finish? It was like, uh, well, not the, the finisher. Oh. The, the, uh, the, um, the like, um, was it finisher? It was like a double whoopee cushion. Yeah. What, yeah. what it was. It was pretty cool at that time in the 80s. Well, and he, pretty, they put, he jumps uh, his, he kind of sack. Yeah. Butts his face. It's like, a, it's like, it's like <laughs> an aerial bronco buster. He did like the molly go round, is what I kind of. No. Because the molly go round, she actually does a spin. Yeah. Oh, does she? Okay. Yeah. She, sorry. It was a whoopee cushion because Doink just did a, he just did a yeah. jumping butt splash. Um, it was a jumping earthquake splash. Yeah. But, you was. know, previously, the, I can't, Rougeau? Rougeau? Rougeau. 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 They had that weird, like, arm wheelbarrow splash mm-hmm. finish which I thought was better yeah but I feel the reason why I like this match enough to keep watching I just liked watching the, the tag team chemistry yes between the brothers yeah the dream team I just whenever uh. I see briefcase briefcake briefcake briefcase 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 whenever I see like announced or marked I'm just like no yeah I have no interest in the match uh, I can't like Valentine I can tolerate yeah. Because he stays with his strengths, but Beefcake just... I don't i don't know why he's there. They kicked him out of the team, too. Oh. Yes, so, they did. So, at, at the end of the... You guys. So, the finish is... Dino Bravo was out there. And, um... Did he not have some flashy Canadian attire? Wasn't it just, like... It was, like, sparkly jacket and everything. Oh, well, that's right. That's right. He went to the, in the back and he everything. He went to the same sequin guy that, mm-hmm. um, that uh, Billy Jack went But to. he made us look good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dino Bravo gets in the ring, drops an elbow on Raymond while he was while pinning uh, Greg Is it Raymond or Ramon? Ra- no, it was Raymond. Because if you remember the commentary, they're arguing over his name. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, maybe Jesse, it's Ramon. Jesse was saying Ramon, and then Monsoon was saying Raymond. Okay, I'm gonna go the with the whole match. I'm gonna go with Monsoon Raymond. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so Bravo interferes, drops the elbow on Raymond as he's pilling, uh, pinning Valentine, and then Valentine pins him for the win. Um, and then the Dream Team gets frustrated with Beefcake, like we all are, and just mm-hmm. leaves him in the ring. Took him two years though to get frustrated. And him. I was thinking, I'm like, is this the Dream Team's face turn? Are they getting rid of the crappy guy? It's not true. Nope. It's not true. As we'll see in this me- in this next match. So the finish was Dream Team, Dream Team over, over to the Dino Bravo. Oh, yes. Yes. The, now this leads into the next match. Uh, the adorable Adrian Adonis versus Roddy Roddy Piper. This is supposedly Piper's last match. Um, it the is build up, The build-up was good to the match from the segments from Piper's Pit and uh, the Flower Shop. <laughs> really Flower wild shop. beginning with good animosity to it. Like It felt like it was actually like a real fight. Uh, entertaining. A crowd is really, really into this. Uh, I, I noticed a lot of um, um, Piper and Adonis were um, hard weighing each other a lot that yes. I saw. Yes. Jimmy uh, Hart was classic in this match. T- uh, textbook Jimmy Hart. And it was a hair versus hair match, so whoever lost got their head shaved. 
Um, and Piper's going to go do movies. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I believe at this time. And this is where uh, I came to kick butt and yeah, chew, uh, chew bubblegum. He's going, to, he's going to kick butt. He just hasn't gotten the bubblegum yet. Yes. He's yes. on his way, though. He's on his way. Um, I feel any match that has Piper in it is going to have tenacity. Yes. Yeah. He's very I love good. it. And he's the so crowd. Smart. What I really liked is, is now at this pay-per-view, they had, at this mania, they had them come out on the little miniature rings, mm-hmm. right? But Piper walked to the ring, which I thought was really cool because I, I, I think he thought this was actually his last go, and he wanted to enjoy it, yeah. this last walk down the ramp. And the crowd was all about it. Um, you know what I didn't like, though? I don't know if hair versus hair matches or no DQ, but the bell rings, and then Piper takes out a belt and starts hitting Adonis. <laughs> and then Adonis grabs the belt and starts hitting Piper. And the ref just lets everything go. And Are you going to get in between the two of them? Are you going to be doing that with your ref? <laughs> I, it, I don't think it was a no DQ. Mm. I just want consistency. It didn't specify. If, that, if there's though. something that you guys have learned in this podcast, is I just want the rules to be consistent. That's all. Did they not say that it's a no DQ? They didn't. Oh. Nothing was mentioned. In Nothing was. Mentioned. It's not what they do say. It's what they don't say. You got to pay attention to sometimes. This is a lot of confusion. Oh. It does. The crowd was crazy into this match, though. It was. Oh, it's Piper. They were feeling it. They were. People loving love it. hating Piper, even though like at this time he was a face. They weren't hating him. No, I, I'm, I'm, that's why I said this time he was a face. Oh, okay. Sorry. So they so it proved that he can go back and forth. Yes. He yeah. can be a face. He can be a heel. I think people just you know just generally respected Piper. He's so good at what he does that you just like him. And then Adrian, he's just how can you not hate Adrian Adonis? Yes, and Jimmy Hart. Helps. I, I liked I liked like, Adonis though. He was a great entertainer. <laughs> yeah. When he comes out, you just automatically say, "I hate this guy." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Adorable too. He like you got to book your heels smarter too. Adonis has the sleeper on Piper, which is, um, what did he call it? Beulah, Francine, what the heck did he call the sleeper? He had a name for it in his promo. I oh, jeez. Um, whatever it was, he had him in the sleeper. The ref goes to check the arms, and then Adonis just lets go at the count of two. Thinks he won. Um, so the heel, the, the face gets back over the heel because the heel's dumb. This is what we're going with. I didn't like that part of it. Uh, I also didn't like that uh, Mr. Beefcake comes running down because <laughs> now he's a face. Because we just can't get enough of this guy, and he starts doing this weird trap hold to wake up Piper. Because this wakes up people. They grab your trap and squeeze it. That'll wake you up. Piper magically w- wakes up uh, and then gets uh, the sleeper on Adonis, and Adonis gets. You know, the three-arm drop, it's over, Piper wins. What does Beefcake have anything to do with Adonis and Piper? He has nothing. Didn't Valentine and Valiant just kick him out of the group? With Piper leaving, maybe they thought Beefcake would be the next star. Yeah, maybe. And they wanted to bring him in to get the attention off of Piper. For, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. It, like, it completely caught me off guard that he came well, out. Well, he did once Piper did leave. And it upset me too. Yeah, and you, uh, you get, you, they're hoping maybe he gets the, the rub off of Piper. Like, they're like, oh, if he's standing in the ring with Piper, maybe the fans will accept him. <laughs> kind of like how they did with the with the Rock and Roman Reigns at the Rumble. Yeah, that and kind it, of backfire. <laughs> I think this one backfired too. Yeah. Uh, but this is the start of his barber gimmick because then dawning he, of the barber. Yes, yeah, so he starts shaving Adonis's head, which is taking forever because they gave him the worst possible 
shears to do it. Like they got they got a shaver for him, and it's not working. It looks like they were gimmicked. Yeah. So they finally <laughs> give him some scissors. So he really starts doing the hack job. What I liked at the end though is that Piper grabs a mirror, and he holds it, and Adonis turns around and sees himself <laughs> in it, and he just takes a swing and just like cracks the mirror, and and he loses his mind. I thought that was pretty funny. Don, hey, say what you will about Adonis. He's a great entertainer. Yeah, he was good. I, I just didn't like his biker gimmick before this. No, oh God, no, like no, no, was no, no, that was bad. And then we go to the next match. That was the um, that was the ringmaster version of Adonis, I think, <laughs> so to speak. And the next match is the Heart Foundation and Dangerous Danny Davis versus um, Tito Santana and the British Bulldogs. Wow. Now uh, I just want to mention one thing. I want to mention wow. um, Danny Davis is. Barred from refereeing, he has a suspension for life plus, plus 10, 10 years. years. <laughs> okay. So 35 years, basically. No, that's, that's some harsh penalties right. for what he did. for Not for refing, yeah. so he's going to wrestle. Oh, good. Yes. The yes. first thing... Because, right. because he screwed over Tito he facing Randy. The first thing and I then he screwed this, over the Bulldogs. With this match was there was a bad front bump with Brett. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The corner yes. swing. Yeah, yeah. And yes. I was like, I cringed. And yeah, he just kind of yeah, yeah. like, like slinked down. And like, oh. forget, was it Davy Boy? That he, that, I thought was, it was Dynamite. It was one of the two. One of yeah. the Bulldogs, like he had, I think his feet were misplaced yeah. on the shoulders. So when Dynamite or Davy, whoever it was, pulled back, he just, like, he just went face first into the Yeah, mat. that was scary. That was the opening. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, but then I realized, you know, like, hey, it's the it's the Bulldogs and Harper Nation. They'll they'll recover this greatly, and they did. Like I, I will say, I loved how Brett uh, created the chest bump into the turnbuckle yeah. at Stampede Wrestling, and he brought it to WWF. Yes, because when he hits, the, <laughs> he hits, Stampede he wrestling, hits it, man. Yeah. He hits it, and then like I love the story with Eddie Davis. Yes, and he would go in the ring and out, in the ring and then I love that. I loved <laughs> how they would tag him in when when one of the faces were down, and you yep. go and land one <laughs> kick. And then strut all the way to the corner and do a tag. And and every time they did it, the crowd hated them that much more. Yeah. That much more. Like, it is beautiful psychology because they're building it up so that when Danny Davis finally got caught. In the hot tag. In the hot tag, they wanted him to get his butt kicked, which he did. Yes. Bulldog lands one of the best tombstones ever. Sorry, Taker. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful tombstone. Beautiful tombstone. I cringe, though, when he did get it, though. What I didn't like, though, is, uh, well, Danny Davis uh, got up pretty darn quick after that tombstone. It's like, yeah, hey, way to sell that, Danny. That's that's great. But, I mean, I, I love the snug, rough, you know, stampede wrestling. That, yeah. You know, they were bringing in and just changing the whole yeah. game set. With and that. there was a huge pop for Tito. Yeah, yeah. When he came in, there was a huge pop for him. Yep, he hit the uh, flying burrito a couple times. <laughs> yes, he did. The flying uh, jalapeno. Is it jalapeno? Yeah, I'm sorry. Flying jalapeno. I'm sorry, Chico Santana. I'm sorry, Chico. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I love this. The big thing that I took from this is the psychology of making Danny Davis hated more and more yep. and more <laughs> for him to get his butt kicked. And I love that part of the match. I thought it was a very solid six man tag. Um, the Hart Foundation and Danny Davis win after. Uh, Kind of, you know, it goes crazy with Brett goes after Bulldog, or and then, um, or Brett goes after Dave or uh, Dynamite, and then Jim goes after Tito, and then <laughs> Jimmy Hart rolls in the megaphone, and Davis hits Bulldog with the megaphone for the win. So nice cheap heel win. Yep, I like. I like that. It was a good, great match. Yeah, Matilda got a huge pop. Yep, 
Yes, I like how Jesse. I like how they got Matilda in the ring and she went and attacked Jimmy Hart. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that, that was hilarious. Like, he just was so scared. And then, and then they pad and they see this is after Jesse Ventura did his his usual I'm Jesse the body. He goes down, shows his muscles to mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, yells at the announcer for, for saying he supposedly tells it like it is, where he actually does tell it like it is. Uh,. And then you could see Jesse holding Matilda like 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 a kid holds a cat on the way out. <laughs> and then from that we go to the next match, which was uh, the Birdman Coco Beware uh, versus Butch Reed. God, oh, this match geez. sucked. It was a yeah, it's a filler match. I the, the only note I took mention of because I really didn't care <laughs> was Butch looked blown up he, within minutes, like within completely minutes, blown up. And he sells so wooden. You know what I mean? Like he's so he's stiff. Just so stiff when oh, he so gets stiff. hit, like and he wooden, almost, huh? it's like it's like he's he's a tree and he's falling down and it takes him forever to do anything. It's like what are you doing, buddy? Coco's entrance, though. I've I've always loved Coco's entrance with yeah. Frankie. Yeah. I've always loved. Well, it. his song it puts you in a good mood. He's got you know he's got a badass parrot with him. You know who should have been a high energy was Coco be wearing JYD. That's JYD is not a lot of well. But Actually, he, Jimmy you know, Valiant and JYD would have been a better tag team. Oh, there would, you know, the boogie, the, boogie thump, the boogie thump, the boogie thump. <laughs> All right, we're getting off track with this crappy match here. I can't say That's anything. Why we're getting off track. Um, so I just think it was a we went from a good tag team, and we needed a filler match before this before the next match. So the finish on this is uh, Coco hits a crossbody. But Reed lets his Coco's momentum take him all the way, and he gets he reverses it, gets on top, holds the tights. One, two, three. Butch Reed gets the win. Who cares? I clapped. Who cares? Match is over. Tito attacks Slick afterwards. Stri- uh, strips him. Tito's Tito, everywhere. Tito's freaking everywhere. He's everywhere. Everywhere. Stripping managers. And remember, you know, previously he was, you know, went to a match and had the match restarted. Yep. Yeah. Him group. and JYD have a lot of power. We didn't know a lot about. of pull. A lot of pull. Yeah. And then we go <sighs> to. Um, the match of top two matches three. of Wrestlemania ever mm-hmm. probably the other one would be Michael's Taker I just want to say right now that Jesse and myself Ben are donning the Macho Man t-shirts as we speak because and I did not know about this so thank you do you have a Macho Man shirt I would have made sure I had one oh, so he's representing God. Ricky Steamboat yeah I'm what wearing a, a Ricky Steamboat red what shirt a, okay <laughs> <laughs> so this so it's Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage for the Intercontinental title uh, George the Animal Steel is out with Steamboat mm-hmm. and obviously Elizabeth's out with Savage and um, the story to this match was beautiful you know this match yep. was just awesome like, the, like if you really... haven't seen it watch it for just again watch it. and again and again just watch it it is it is um it's breathtaking how good these guys are. It's breathtaking. Everything was like my, my first note was yes because I was that excited. I was just I was excited to see yep. this. I'm excited. I, about I can't watch it enough. Everything like, you know, this match is good. I mean, the commentary is good. Your Dave looks good. Jesse's looking good. Everything's good. Everything. It's all everything's good. good. I love the psychology right at the beginning where Savage went uh, right to the right to the throat. Right to the throat. He was using, why, why did he do that? Because huh? the story to this... Oh, the is... story to this is that uh, Savage... Oh, sorry. I just hold up for a second. <laughs> Savage attacked Steamboat before and used a ring bell to uh, crush Steamboat's larynx. larynx. He and needed speech therapy. He needed speech therapy. It's... And they showed some promos, which were just so funny. <laughs> um, so, beginning of this match, Steamboat 
goes or Savage goes right for Steamboat's throat, and I was like, "This is awesome! This is awesome!" And then Steamboat turns it around and starts working on Savage's arm. Those arm drags, oh, heavenly arm drags! Like, yes, even I, even Ventura mentions that no one does an arm drag like yeah. Steamboat. Uh, Steamboat's arm drag, best ever. That's, that's <laughs> my note. That is my note. Best ever. And I, I, I also, like, my, yeah, that was my next one was those arm drags with explanation marks. I also love how whenever Savage goes to the top for that double axe handle, mm-hmm. it's, it's sold as, like, devastating. Yeah. Well, and Steamboat sells so well. Oh. He turns and he shows his face to the crowd. And he, this is 30 years later. And I'm sitting there and I'm living and dying with Steamboat here. I'm like I can I I'm seeing his pain and that was 30 years ago I'm seeing it and he just sells so well uh, I love the spot where uh, Savage clothesline Steamboat on the ring but he skins the cat to come back in yep. and then Savage hits him again out <laughs> you know because like it just Savage is is cunning mm-hmm. and that and I loved that spot loved it like and when you're watching that you forget it's for the IC title. Like when you think about the IC title now, to how this IC title match was, you like you realize yeah. like this is how like the IC title back then was a stepping stone title. Yeah. Where you held that title, you were a future star. Yeah. So in this match, like I felt, if you want to see like what an Intercontinental title match should be, this is it. Yep. Um, so oh, I love this. Match. I couldn't. The '80s were a slower pace, like yep. especially compared to today. Yeah, big time. But I was amazed by their pace in this match. They were going. It wasn't too fast. It wasn't too slow. But they were moving. It was. It was go. go Everything go. like there. It was. It was no wasted motion. Mm-hmm. Nope. Everything was just natural. Yeah. Everything had a purpose to it too. It was just you know. They had this, even George like his and like how he was involved and miss like it's just, everything, everything meshed well. Everything meshed well. Everything was great in this match. This uh, match inspired a lot of current wrestlers. Yes, as well. it did. Uh, I loved the, their series of pins that they had. Yes, right. Yep. The uh, close falls. The close falls. Um, I couldn't. I was just watching this. I'm like, how are these guys not blown up at this point? This is amazing. Oh, these guys. Well, we I just mean, these did guys watch Butch Reed. And I understand, but still, like, you just we watched just watched Butch Reed. Yeah, so. yeah it's true. I just <laughs> yeah. watched Butch Reed who got blown up being carted to the ring yeah. somehow. So. <laughs> It was like, okay, and um, uh, the ref gets a bump on, get, the ref gets bumped by uh, st- uh, Macho reversing an Irish whip yep. and throwing Steamboat into him. Um, Macho goes and hits the diving elbow, no ref to count. Then he Such goes a- out and he goes to grab the ring bell. It's like, oh, here we go. And then George, st- <laughs> I don't know if they messed up the first spot, I'm not sure, but... George goes up and, and steals the bell from uh, Macho, and then Macho's like, no, no, no. And he like got down and he kicked him in the back of the head, took <laughs> the bell again, goes right back up to the top, and, it's, and then George gets up and pushes him off and flips and whatnot. And Macho almost lands on the ref. And almost, yeah. on, the, <laughs> and almost on the bell. Yeah. Like he almost gets double whammy. So I'm not sure... If maybe Steel Too, messed up the first well, one. Well, so much so that Monsoon even said that he felt Savage hit his head on the bell. Yeah. That's how, like, it just looked, I'm like, oh, he's in line on that ref. Yeah. And the ref barely moved. Yes. Um, and then uh, they get up and they're all groggy and Savage goes for a scoop slab and Steamboat reverses it into a scoop or into a small package for the win. Amazing. Oh. If this, I this, want to, this match is a, mas- a I, master I didn't want this match wrestling. to end. Here's here's to sum it all up. I mean, if uh, 
if you're going to use other terminologies from other sports, this was the first perfect game thrown in the World Series. Yep. Yep. There is, it was flawless. And, I mean, if you're an aspiring wrestler, like, to this day, 30 years later, they are still telling you, watch Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage. Yep. It took, it took uh, Michael's Taker 1, which is considered right up there with it, was WrestleMania 25. Mm-hmm. So it took them 22 years to even find a match that got uh, close. No, Michael's and Brett was pretty darn close, too. It was close. Michaels but, and Razor, like, but not, like... But not, yeah. Those were no hitters. This was a perfect <laughs> game. That's right. Um, just awesome match. I got... What was the finish? I just told you. That yeah. right, you just did the finish. <laughs> you just finished. I want you to say it again, because the finish was just so nice. Even the finish was nicely done. Yes. Like, it didn't, you know, it's... Oh. What I liked about it, too, is, um, before we move on, just, um, I love the, the quick little hits, and then go for a quick pin. Yes. And a quick kick out. Like, yeah. uh, my, the, my favorite spot actually is, um, uh, Savage, uh, drapes, uh, Steamboat's, uh, throw over the rope, goes down, slides into the ring, pin, pins him, quick count. Yeah. You know, and then, um, uh, Steamboat slides under the ropes, goes for the arm drag, like, just, yeah. Now, mind you, a little, little back hair around history on this, uh, too, Savage and Steamboat, or, yeah, Savage and Steamboat, was, yeah. Getting off topic here. Um, they they practice this match, like in in Savage's like backyard in his ring. So I've been told they actually did go over spots with this match. That's okay because I mean that was Savage. Like he wanted everything to be perfect. That's just how he. That's how he was. Yeah, they, they that's okay. That you got a lot of mixed reactions from having that type of mentality, but he wanted to be the best. He wanted to go that extra mile, and that's actually one of the things why Savage is actually. My favorite of all time is because he was a workaholic like that, and he wanted he wanted to be better than everybody else. I how do you not respect that? No, he was a little eccentric. Don't get me wrong. I've heard many mixed stories about him, and I mean that's their prerogative. Like I, I've never met Randy Savage. I don't know if he was, you know, um, a bad guy or not. I've heard again mixed stories, but yeah, I mean, take it as you will. But I mean, the guy is he's a legend. Now, from this match, which took your breath away, uh, I don't envy the guys that had to follow this no. match. But what was the next match, Ben? Jake the Snake Robertson versus Honky Tonk Man. And again, another another decent match. Uh, they picked two good guys to follow that match. Yep. It was a different pace, but you could tell the crowd was tired, though, from from watching Savage. They were unexpectedly emotionally drained from that yes, last until, match. Yes, until the end of this match. and. It totally made sense because that match just took everything out of you. Um, Jake Roberts throws a great punch. A great working yeah, punch. He does. It's like the reason why I like this match was it was very methodical, nothing mm-hmm. flashy. That's right. And that's why I like Roberts. He yeah. wasn't flashy. He was just like when he hits you, it's like he, he, like he did everything so perfectly well. And Honky Tonk Man is a great heel. Yeah. He makes you hate him. He's a good worker. You know? Um with the cowardice that he shows is just mm-hmm. awesome, and no. he and he really sells a punch really well. Am I the only one who is confused? Because you you know me, one of my favorite things is is attires, and the, you know the detail. Why was there a spider web on Robert's tights? I didn't understand that either. On the on his right leg, yes, was a spider web. Yes, I didn't. On understand the left that. was a snake. Yep. 
Like, was there some sort of story don't, that we missed? Don't you know that <laughs> snakes make webs? I was in just the 80s? very confused to that. And so that spiders was, shed their skins. Then I was right. <laughs> right. I was the 80s very was a crazy time. I thought you know Roberts was like maybe slowly going to go to like the arachnid, Jake Roberts or something. But I was just like, why is there a spider web on his tights? <laughs> That's just me being me. Okay. But the match, I I just loved it. It was very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's Which a is... vendetta there too because I mean, actually, one little uh, piece too that uh, some people might not know, but I mean, at, at the Snake Pit, building up to this match, um, Jake was the heel and Honky Tonk was the face kind of at the time, and they kind of did a double switch after he got hit by the guitar. Did everyone at this time have a pit? There's the Snake Pit. There's Piper's Pit. There's another interview saying the, the, fl- the flower shop, the flower, the flower shop. pit. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Who else had one? There was like a fourth one that we saw, and I was like, holy crap, does everybody have an interview show on this? Holy moly. <laughs> um, also, Alice Cooper is out with Jake Roberts yep, for Alice this Cooper. match. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> He's there to watch the Colonel Jimmy Hart. <laughs> and Ventura <laughs> just rips into Cooper. He'd rather listen to Robert Goulet than Alice Cooper. <laughs> which is so funny, because... Out of the two of them, and Monsu's like, oh, I prefer Cooper. I'm like, out of the two, I would think Ventura would prefer Cooper. And Monsu would prefer <laughs> I think Lay. that's actually part of the joke. Yes, but I <laughs> thought that was hilarious. Uh, the finish was um, Jimmy Hart distracted Jake Roberts, and uh, Honky rolled him up and used the reps for leverage to get the one, two, three. So Honky goes over Jake. Solid match. Good match. Mm-hmm. Good, yep. good finish. And from this, we go to this semi-main event. I can't believe I'm saying that. Because it is. <laughs> Based on oh, my card. Yes. Um, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov versus the Killer Bees. I just like to say, I score these matches. I gave this match a zero as soon as I saw Jim Duggan come down. Yep. I do not like that guy. <laughs> I like nothing about him. I think he's the most useless character they've ever come up with. And I've, I've counted the goon in that. <laughs> useless. <laughs> Well, actually, the goon was, before we get back on this match, the goon is actually, labels is actually a really good worker. That's Jesus. actually why I brought him in. All he does is walk in and chant, get the people to chant USA and then hit people with two-by-fours. That's all he does. And a clothesline. Oh. And a shoulder tackle. And he's always got snot hanging out of his nose. And like, he's cross-eyed. Oh, man, I don't, I don't like this guy. If I was the killer bees, I would have beat that crap out of Duggan after this match. And you know what? Nikolai Volkov is a good singer, and he interrupted him. Yeah, and I didn't like that. A lot of people don't understand, but Jim Brunzel has one of the best drop kicks ever. Yeah, yes. awesome drop kick. Beautiful Monsoon, drop Monsoon kick. Monsoon talks yes. about it. He talks about how it's the best drop kick in the game. And then Ventura says, "Yeah, but look at those socks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he just they pay him a compliment, take, take it, it away, take it away. Good old heel commentary right oh. there. That was my only really take-home with this match was the, uh, the dropkick. I, I got another takeaway from this match. Nikolai Volkov, never kick anybody ever again. Your kicks suck. Yeah. They do. For real. Like, they're the use worst kicks I've ever seen. Just yeah. use your upper Just punch body. people. You got big arms. You got big chest. Just <laughs> use your shoulders. Use your elbows. Yeah, 300 pounds. Headbutt the crap out of people. Do not kick anybody. Your kicks suck. Especially your spinning kicks. Those are the worst thing ever. Now, some of you uh, huh. might be, hey, why is uh, Slick the manager? Uh, th- this seems a little out of place. Well, it's because he bought out the contract from Freddie Blassie. It, was, it still looked out of place, so Slick is the manager. He is. <laughs> um, Duggan is a dumbass, by the way. Uh, so the finishes, talking about 
Duggan. She could, uh, Volkov get the win after Duggan is chasing Volkov around the ring. Doug, or uh, Volkov goes in the ring. Duggan goes in the ring after him. And then instead of chasing him outside the ring, he just stops and goes, Heh! and smashes Sheik with the 2 by 4 while Sheik has one of the killer bees in the uh, cowl clutch. Right in front of the ref. And, this is a D- a DQ. and it's an obviously a DQ. So they, like, Duggan cost the bees the match. Yeah, they're WrestleMania Match. You know, and at this time they're talking about like there's a winner's purse and there's a loser's purse yep. and wins matter. And then they 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 see Sheik and Volkov go off, and and Duggan says, "This is the USA. You can't be here." Very nice, very nice to to the the foreigners, the, the Duggan. Um, and they cut back to the ring, and the bees are high fiving Duggan. He just cost them the match. And they're and like, money. Oh, "It's cool, buddy. It's cool." God, I hate Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh! Come on. Go to the main Jim event. Duggan. Go to the main event. I can't. Okay. The main event. The main event of main events up until this point. Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan for the WWF title. And obviously Hogan's the champ going in. <laughs> um, WWE does the best hype videos I have ever seen. It only gets better as, as the technology gets better. But when they show you, like, uh, Monsu will say, let's see how this all began. And and you see this stuff go down. It's like, wow, they just know how to tell. Uh, when Andre rips Hogan's shirt and the crucifix comes off, I don't know if that was planned. But that was the greatest thing I've great spot. ever. Great spot. For a heel turn. I, I'm not, not only am I ripping Hulkamania, I'm ripping off God. And, like, he just, like, boom. So good. Well, I mean, so good. Andre like, has been God almost in wrestling up until this point. So very, well, he's undefeated fit for 15 years for 15 and years. never had a tele shot. And yes. I love how Monsoon's like, he's never asked. He's never wanted one. And then, and then, um, and then, um, <laughs> and then, um, wow, I just lost my train of thought there. Well, then Ventura, uh, Ventura. admonished him. He's yeah, like, he's just like, well, he has a title shot now, so obviously he wants one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I loved how when they were coming down to the ring, Jesse Ventura was giving their body measurements. Oh, the yeah. tail of the tape. The tail it. of the tape. I love that. That gave it like this, like, it, we all knew it was a big match. But, but it was like not nitrous oxides all, all of a sudden been put into the match. Yeah, you know? it was like, it was like, oh my God, this is even a bigger match. Yeah. You know, like, this is huge. This is the tale of the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. Like, it's like, oh, my God. Um, and for real, Hogan, 24-inch pythons. My God. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Especially when Andres were only 22. The start of the match was, uh, it was, uh, you know, Hogan walking to the ring. The crowd was going nuts. And I love that um, when he gets up to the apron, he rips his shirt off, and he just locks eyes with Andre. And they just... They're just staring a hole through each other. Like what a what a start! I mean, you can't take your eyes off it. Well, what what made me like what got me invested was 15 years undefeated, mm-hmm. first ever title shot, and then you have Hogan, yep. who is like the current like major face of not only the WWF but of wrestling. Apex, right? So now. like this, the build to this match was incredible. Yeah. I love and, the you know nothing nothing needed to be flashing this match nothing it wasn't a technical masterpiece but they didn't have to be they had the crowd yep um, right at the beginning there Hogan like the bell rings they're staring a hole Hogan walks up and he does he's doing a shake and he's like talking to Don't him know what he's saying and the camera just zooms in mm-hmm. and it's like 
Holy crap. All the camera flashes. Yeah. Like, it's just, Here we go. You know, that, that stare down was absolutely epic. Um, I loved how they did the match. I loved how... Uh, I, I liked how Hogan went for the body slam right off right the, the get-go. And, uh, and then Andre crushes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from there, we're in the heat. Like, like it's, it's 30 seconds into the match. We're in the heat. You forget that Hogan is 330 pounds. He looked Andre like a child. throwing him. Yes. Like nothing. And I like how every time Hogan would try to blow a comeback, Andre would cut him off. And it's like he's never been hit that hard ever in his yes. life. Um, for all the... For everybody that knocks Hogan for his wrestling ability, which we all know isn't the greatest, that guy could sell so well. Yeah, and he went out of his way for Andre that night. He was selling everything. Uh, he would get Andre in the corner... Go running for an axe handle. Andre would hit him with a big boot to cut him off. Or a chop. And then he'd go off the rope, sit him with a clothesline. Andre would hit him with a chop to cut him off. And it kept on. And you could hear... I liked how the camera picked up on Bobby Heenan in his corner. <laughs> yeah. Yelling like, oh, the championship's coming to you, Andre. The championship's coming to you, Andre. You know, I liked... I liked that. Uh, there was a few things that were kind of silly. Like when they went outside the ring and Hogan peels back the... Uh, oh, the, the yeah, that bump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's going to do a pile driver a to Andre. Spot. Like, really, Hogan? And then uh, Andre reverses it, and Hogan just nicely, just kinda nicely slides falls. off. Yes, yes. That wasn't <laughs> great. If They, they could have done without that. Um, I understood this, like what they were going for. Yes. Bad camera angle when Andre misses the headbutt into the post. Oh, uh, camera it was like a far away. Wasn't it? No, it was right up close, and you could see him just not oh, even. Oh, right. yeah, it was right and up close. And it's like as a as a cameraman, they should have switched it, and you not see that, you know. Um, but that's like my only, and that's just nitpicking. This match was amazing, mm-hmm. like this, absolutely amazing. It, like I love this match. Like the build up, everything, the hype, yep. Heenan involved. Like it just the build to, oh. to Hogan body slamming Andre, and that and it came out of nowhere. If you think me. about it, seeing that, yes, it came out of nowhere. He just, out of Andre came up and he just lifted his slam and yeah. then a leg drop. Um, the crowd went bananas, bananas. You know, I couldn't. Uh, I was watching it on my computer and I couldn't hear. It was. Nice. I couldn't hear the announcers. Like the crowd was so loud, I was like, "Holy moly!" And then Hogan hits the leg drop. One, two, three. Hogan retains. Um, amazing. And hats off to Andre for yes. passing the torch and working as hard as he could yep. with his. I mean, he was he was not in good shape at yeah, this point. Yeah, limited I mean, health at this point. But yes. my hats off to him for being undoubtedly a like a legend's not even. Yep. It just goes to show that wrestling is not just wrestling. Like professional wrestling. Professional wrestling is wrestling in the ring. It's psychology. Mm-hmm. It's crowd control. Steamboat and Macho did a very good job. Technical. Technical. And psychology. Uh, crowd control a little bit. Where Hogan and Andre controlled that crowd yeah. like I've never seen. Well, like it, the first portion of the match was just a stare down. And I was already hyped. And, and the crowd was eating it up. And they had, they had the they crowd on touch. strings like a ventriloquist doll. They didn't touch. And then when Andre pushed Hogan, yeah. I was like, oh, it yeah. got real. And it got real quick. <laughs> and that's, that's pro wrestling. And that's so pro wrestling. I think, wouldn't this be the highest rating pay-per-view so far? Episode 9? I would think so. Yeah. yeah. I would think so. I'd have to go back and Has look. to be. I gave it an 8. I did actually yes I did too. I gave it a seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and I will explain why, okay? First match, Can-Am and Orton, 0.5. Billy Jack and Hercules, 0.5. King Kong Bundy, 0. <laughs> Race and Junkyard Dog, 0.5. The Rougeau match, 0. Piper, 0.5. Heart Foundation, a 1. Changed from a 0.5 because they yelled at me. Yep. Butch Reed, 0. Steamboat and Savage was a 2, which is the highest mark I can give. Robert's Honky Talk Man was 0.5. Sheik was a whole 0. Duggan, that prick. And then Andre and Hulk was a 2. Basically, so the moral is, seven. Duggan cost this pay-per-view lots of points. Yeah, he sure did. Thanks a lot, Jim. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, so 7. far, 5. This, is, this is the highest rated pay-per-view. This is the highest rated pay-per-view we've, we've done. And I, and I think that was the actual concept with WrestleMania 3 was to propel the business forward. Yep. And it did just that. Oh, you cutting me off? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to cut you off there. <laughs> I'm done anyway. <laughs> All right. So that's been episode... What's next? Episode 9. Next will be episode 10 next Friday, uh, July 21st. We will be reviewing Survivor Series 1987. Ooh. So this is the first, the first annual Survivor Series. If only Michael Cole was doing it then. <laughs> he could tell us all about it. I'm pumped Thank, for that one. Thanks everyone for listening. We're going to let September take us out. We love you guys.